This is B2B Radio featuring Mr. Biz, sponsored by Capital Plus. Over the next half hour, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth, a nationally recognized leading business-to-business advisor, will present information that helps reduce risk, improve financial performance, and change your company's future. If you're ready to take your business to the next level, this program is for you. And now, here's Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. Hello, hello. Welcome to B2B Radio, brought to you by Capital Plus. Capital Plus helps you unlock your capital and unleash your business potential. CPI creates customized financial solutions for growing businesses nationwide. And I should mention you can check them out at cpifunding.com. All right. So this week, um, you guys are stuck with me. Uh, it's going to be just me this week. No guests, no no call-ins, no, uh, no market updates, anything like that. Um, but what I did want to talk to you about is... Uh, it's going to sound a little selfish initially, but it's actually uh, hopefully going to be helpful for you guys. I want to talk about my next book. Um, so I've been working feverishly on this thing, and uh, I'm pretty proud of the way it has turned out. And for those of you familiar, uh, I wrote a book on cash flow called How to Be a Cash Flow Pro. Um, a little subtle plug there. <laughs> I'm a while back and had no intentions of ever writing a book, frankly. And... Um, I got these cash flow questions just so often from every single business and I started to feel a little bit like a broken record. And I thought, you know what? I need to like put this down in, in a document. Well, then as I continued the document, it got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. So it became a book. Uh, and it's uh, you know, the first book is about a 70 page book and um, I literally was just going to make it um, not making anything really formal and to, to pass out the clients, to give the clients um, and potential clients um, to be helpful. And started talking to some different people about it, and they're like, well, you're going to put it on Amazon, right? Well, I'm not going to put it on Amazon. I'm not really trying to do all that. And he said, well, why wouldn't you put it on Amazon, right? Um, nothing to lose there. But you put it on there, it doesn't sell any books, then no harm, no foul. It doesn't take that long probably to do it. Okay, fine. I'll put it on Amazon. Well, put it on Amazon, and I was fortunate enough um, that it's been recognized um, uh, several times now in different uh, publications and things like that as a a book that business owners need to read and this best of book and this best of book and all that kind of stuff. And long story short, um, <laughs> through no fault of mine, uh, with all those things, um, it became an Amazon bestseller, um, which was uh, very you know fulfilling, rewarding, um, and surprising all at the same time. And I say all that not to, to brag or anything like that, but just to say that got me thinking, you know, it's like when you get, uh, you know, you run a race and you weren't really wanting to one, run the race and you, you actually win or something. You're like, well, geez, I want to run another race. Well, so again, I don't really enjoy writing per se, probably not the right thing to say, uh, as I'm telling you about my next book. But, uh, so I started thinking like, man, I've got, I've got some more books in me. I, I, I want to do this some more. So I, I, I want to slash don't want to, it's like a love hate relationship. Um, so I feel like there's a lot of information out there that's very common amongst small business owners that I help. And as I help more and more small business owners, these topics become, um, you know, again, it's, it's just more and more uh, prevalent that they ha- they occur. Um, and so I decided I'm going to write another book. And so I started breaking it down and literally wrote down brainstorm one day and said, Hey, where are all these topics that are so um, crucial for small business owners and that I cover often with them? And, um, and then I took that uh, big brainstorm list and I created a, a survey and sent it out to uh, 500 small business owners and said, hey, tell me what your you know, t- 
top topics that you would like to hear about or you'd like to learn more about. And so then I took those topics, and those are what's in the book. Um, so there was a bit of a scientific approach to this. It wasn't just willy, willy-nilly. Um, trying to, again, hit things that are going to be most impactful for folks. Um, so that's the good thing. The bad thing was there were uh, a total of, I limited it to 20. Uh, I thought 20 is plenty. However, 20 is going to be a pretty large book. And as we all know, uh, as you small business owners out there, I should say no. If I put a book out there that's you know 300 pages or 350 pages, you're probably going to see it and say, man, that sounds great, but I don't have time to read a 300-page book. So I'm breaking it into two volumes. Um, so it'll be two, two books of about 150 pages each. And um, the, the first, first of which um, uh, releases later this week, actually. So the title of the book is Pathway to Profits. And uh, the subtitle is A Mr. Biz Guide to Running Your Business Like a Boss. And so we're gonna, I'm going to walk through some of the topics I cover um, in this first book, um, in the, you know, basically the first 10 topics that I cover um, in this first book. And again, it'll be released uh, later this week on, uh, not coincidentally, on Small Business Saturday. So uh chose that date uh, on purpose uh, to take advantage, uh, not take advantage, I guess a bad way of putting it, but to coincide with a lot of things that are going on with uh, uh, celebrating small businesses on that Saturday. So that's sort of how we landed with all this. And again, you know, both books will be about 150 pages. And I've split the topics up in such a way that hopefully each book will be, um, you know, you'll read the first one and say, man, I really need to read the second one. Um, and uh, so, again, it will be two volumes of that. So that's kind of what I wanted to talk through with you guys, kind of the different things we're going to cover, uh, I'm going to cover in the book, um, particularly this one. We can talk about the other one, you know, later. The, the second one won't be released until next May. Um, and, again, not coincidentally, it will be released on the Saturday of Small Business Week. <laughs> so strategically pick some dates there, um, again, to – be uh, kind of coincide with all the small business activity that's occurring uh, on those dates. So that being said, um, a lot of these things will sound very familiar to you. Um, you've heard them here on the uh, on the shows, uh, B2B radio shows and things like that. But again, these are things that small business owners, um, we surveyed 500 and I think uh, 380 or so got back to us. So I've had a pretty good turnout. And, um, you know, these are things that I guess won, so to speak, of things that were in my wheelhouse that I can help with. And um, so hopefully these things will be good for you. So, of course, and these are not in any particular order, but, of course, we talk about cash flow. So that's one of those things that, um, you know, near and dear to my heart, um, literally every business I work with, cash flow is the very first thing that I, I work with with a business, even if they think that they're okay. There's always improvements to make there. It's something that is critical to the health of financial health of the business and frankly longevity longevity of the business many of you probably heard me say uh uh, quote the stat that 82 percent of business failures are due to cash flow problems so as i like to say if you flip that around look at it this way if you get your cash flow in good order you are only at 18 percent chance of (laughs) failure now so uh much better than 82 percent so cash flow is one of those things we talk about. So um, in this book, we talk about a couple of different cash flow topics. We'll talk about a couple additional in the next one. But in this one, we talk about minimizing collections to maximize cash flow. So again, what are some things we can do to minimize that collection process, which is a big pain in the neck. No one likes to do it. 
Um, it's very uh, administrative. It can be confrontational. It can be awkward if you've got a long-term client that hasn't paid you and you have to make that, con- that, that phone call. If you have late fees and maybe a long-term client and having that conversation with them about, you know, they owe you an additional amount and they get upset, et cetera, et cetera. So um, we talk about all those different things in that uh, particular piece of the book. Again, minimizing collections to maximize cash flows. You know, we can minimize those things. It's going to help cash flow significantly because we don't have to make collections. That means we've already got our money, right? So um, we are about up against a break here. We're going to continue going through some of these topics, and I'll give you a little bit of a sneak peek of each of them. Um, but we're going to go to break now. We'll come back. We'll give the Mr. Biz tip of the week, and we'll continue working through um, some of these topics. So uh, join us then. Um, you can join us as well. Make sure you follow our Facebook page, Mr. Biz Solutions. A lot of free content there. See you after the break. Do you need to dive into online marketing but don't know where to start? Maybe you need an expert to help design your website. Or maybe you just need to drive more traffic to your website. Our Biz Marketing is here to help. Our customized local service specializes in digital lead generation. Our Biz Marketing, where our business is marketing your business online. Go to rbizmarketing.com. That's rbizmarketing.com. rbizmarketing.com. That's rbizmarketing.com. Thank you for being a Mr. Biz Solutions subscriber and listening to B2B Radio. Would you like to have your business highlighted in this spot? You can reach our entire subscriber base, all of Mr. Biz Nation, every week and archive for future listeners. We can record your very own spot to highlight your business, and you can also use it anywhere else you want, including your website or social media. If you are interested, please email us at info at MrBizSolutions.com. Don't hesitate, because there are limited spots available. To submit questions to the show, email them to MrBiz at MrBizSolutions.com. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. Hello, and welcome back to B2B Radio, brought to you by Capital Plus. CPI removes the hassles of balancing cash flow, one of my favorite topics, by becoming your uh, full-service credit and collections department. Definitely recommend checking them out. Again, you can check them out at cpifunding.com or give them a call at 855-522-3951. All right, the Mr. Biz tip of the week this week is short and sweet. Renegotiate with primary suppliers at least annually. This is a big one. Um, This is one of those things that, um, again, I see a lot of times, and that's why it's a Mr. Biz tip tip of the week, is it's a set it and forget it. And especially if you've got uh, suppliers that have been suppliers of yours and you've got good business relationships with them and for an extended period of time, you just kind of, you know, again, because it can be awkward if you need to renegotiate or anything like that. Um, You're essentially saying, hey, can you give me a better price, which is all part of business, of course. But sometimes can be awkward if you're you've become pretty friendly with some of your uh, your suppliers and things like that. But definitely something to take a look at, specifically and especially uh, if your business is growing and you're doing more business with them, doing more volume with them. You should be able to secure some volume discounts, and you should expect those. Uh, much like you know a customer might or a client might ask you for, um, you should expect that uh, you you know you should talk to your suppliers about those types of things as well. And, um, you know, another opportunity there is when you talk with your supplier, they might have new products that they offer now that they didn't offer last year, for example, that you may be able to purchase from them. And now, again, that increases the volume of, of, of um, uh, things you're buying from them. So, again, that can get you a discount. That being said, on the flip side, I will mention you, if you do that, 
You want to make sure, as they say, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Make sure you've got a plan B. So, again, um, heaven forbid something happen with that one supplier if they're supplying a couple of your major um, uh, components that you use, raw materials, et cetera, in your business, and something goes awry with their business, um, and all of a sudden maybe they can't provide it, you need to make sure you have a a plan B in place so it doesn't uh, impact your business uh, negatively. All right, enough about suppliers. We're going to talk more about pathway to profits. Um, so, uh, as I mentioned, we're, we talk about how, different ways to minimize your collection process to help with your cash flow. Um, another cash flow topic that we talk about in the book is, um, and, and i got to be careful when I say this one uh, semantically, but how to get to the top of the pay pile. Um, and that's not PayPal as in P-A-L, it's P-I-L-E, PayPal. And what I mean by that is, and some of you have heard me mention this before, but let's say you've got a, uh, a vendor or someone that you do business with and they run on some cash flow issues themselves. They get to the end of the month, they've got you know $5,000 of invoices to pay and they only have $3,000 to pay the invoices. So what do they do? Um, and maybe some of you have been in a situation on that, uh, in that, you know, uh, tough situation before as well. So what do you do? You have to sit down and prioritize who's getting paid right now and who's going to get paid later. And you want to make sure you're on top of that pay pile. Um, and there's a lot of different ways to do that. And we walk through some of those. Um, so just a real quick example of that is making sure you spell out the terms uh, that you expect um, as far as when things are due. And if you have penalties, Sometimes just listing penalties, and business owners are, are hesitant to do this sometimes, but just listing the fact that you've got a penalty and being very transparent about it will create urgency. So, again, using that example of your your customers at the end of the month and they only have $3,000 to pay $5,000 of invoices as they're going through them, and an invoice doesn't have any late penalty, anything listed, but yours does. And for example, it's going to cost them, uh, make it up $50 um, if they pay you late. But another invoice that they've got in their other hand doesn't list a late payment. Who are they going to make sure they pay first? You, because they don't want to pay the $50, you know, that, that late fee. So simple things like that will get you to the top of that pay pile. Because again, all of you recognize that cash flow can become an issue at any given time for any small business. Um, and so Making sure that you're on top of that pile uh, makes a huge difference in your cash flow, so you're not um, being detrimentally impacted by someone else's uh, situation. And you could, still could happen, but these are ways to help um, mitigate those situations. Um, one of everyone's topics. Uh, so again, we're talking about uh, pathway, pathway to profits. One of the things we talk about is uh, revenue. So um, you know, ways to make you know bring in additional revenue. Um, and again, there's a whole litany of ways, and we cover a whole bunch of them. This is actually a really long chapter in the book, as you can imagine. But we talk about, we break it down in a couple of different ways that you can do that. And some of them are, you don't have to necessarily sell more. So you don't have to be more of a salesperson. You don't have to be more pushy. Um, some of it is um, deepening your relationships with your current, um, your current customers. Um, and some simple things you can do there. Some of these things, and hopefully they're very helpful. Some of them are very simple. You can implement them literally that day that you read the book. Um, some of them may take a little time to set up. And some of them you have to cultivate over time. But a lot of different ways there. Everyone wants more revenue, of course. So these are ways that you can do that. You can create that revenue and generate that revenue. Um, and in some situations, again, without having to sell more. You don't have to 
you know, if you've got a brick and mortar business, this, these things aren't like, hey, make sure when someone walks in the door, you say these two sentences to them. There's nothing like that. This isn't a salesperson's manual. These are business, strategic business things you can do to increase sales. Um, um, things like, for example, bundling products. And everyone's heard of that, but how do you do that? What is the best way to bundle products and most effective way to bundle products? And so we walk through, that's one example we walk through pretty extensively in the book of how to, uh, how to generate more revenue. And again, think about it. If you're bundling products, you're not having to sell more. You're not saying, you know, uh, hey, buy this and buy that and buy this and buy that and being a big pain in the neck that, you know, most people don't like that. Most people get turned off by that approach. These are things that are not necessarily like that, um, that are, uh, you can ease into a little bit more, especially if you're an introvert and you're the salesperson for your company, things you can easily implement. Um, I guess uh, before we had to break, I one more thing I'll mention, and this is one of the topics, again, for, uh, small business owners said that they wanted to learn more about, and it's not necessarily a sexy topic, but it's it's ma- how to manage your, your risk, your external risk specifically. So things like, um, you know, External risk you cannot afford to ignore. Essentially, is is what you know how to look at this. And um, external risk and risk in general is something that a lot of business owners. I, I feel like they have their head in the sand. They don't even want to think about it. What I don't know won't hurt me. Well, it will. Um, and gosh, I, if I had to estimate off the top of my head, I would say two thirds of the businesses that I've worked with um, have a some sort of litigation risk um, because of the way they're doing something. And that, not that they're doing something shady or nefarious or illegal it's just they're not following all of the rules uh per se as closely as they need to um they might not be you know doing a couple of different things here and there that you know per the law they're supposed to be doing but they're not it's not hurting anyone but they're things that they need to do from a regulatory standpoint let's say and so you know external risk we go into that what are some of those things that are um normal things that are risks uh, for litigation how do you identify those how do you address them? And no, the book doesn't say go call a lawyer, go call an attorney. Um, it, that's not what it is. It'd be a really short chapter if it said that, right? Um, but we look for different external risks that might be lurking in your business that you have not considered in the past. So those are some things that are you know, really, really important. And again, not necessarily a sexy topic and not something that people like to talk about, but evidently want to hear about uh, based on the survey and uh, definitely things that are important. Um, and so it can be uh, very, very detrimental to your business if you have a litigation, a lawsuit, things like that. Um, I had a, a business owner one time tell me, well, we have insurance for that. Oh, my gosh. Uh, worst answer ever. Um, all right. Well, we're going to take a break here. We'll come back and we'll continue talking through more of the topics and some of the sneak peek of Pathway to Profits. Are you frustrated with trying to grow your business? You're not alone because the business growth experts at TriTraction are here to help. TriTraction's proven business systems, marketing, and sales formula has helped many businesses like yours achieve amazing results. Could your company benefit from explosive sales growth and a huge jump in website traffic? Call 800-719-4281 today for a free consultation with the business growth experts at TriTraction. That's 800-719-4281. Systems plus marketing plus sales equals business growth. Thank you for being a Mr. Biz Solutions subscriber and listening to B2B Radio. Would you like to have your business highlighted in this spot? You can reach our entire subscriber base, all of Mr. Biz Nation, every week and archive for future listeners. We can record your very own spot to highlight your business, and you can also use it anywhere else you want, including your website or social media. If you are interested, please email us at 
info at MrBizSolutions.com. Don't hesitate because there are limited spots available. Follow Mr. Biz on social media at Mr. Biz Tweets on Twitter and Ken Mr. Biz Wentworth on LinkedIn. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. All right. Welcome back to B2B Radio with me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. And this week we are talking about the book Pathway to Profits, a Mr. Biz guide to running your business like a boss. Um, and so, again, uh, we surveyed small business owners and found out what they want to hear more about, what they want to learn more about. And so that's what we were covering, and it's going to be a two-volume book. But in this first volume, we cover 10 topics. We cover another 10 in the next book. But so we're kind of walking through some of those topics in here and trying to give you a little bit of a sneak peek into what you can expect in the book. So the next topic we cover in this first book, uh, Pathway to Profits, is is budgeting. So uh, anyone who's heard very many shows knows that I'm a, a huge proponent of budgeting. Um, almost every business that I've ever worked with does not has not had a budget. However... I can say very confidently that I've never in, introduced or created a budget into a business, implemented a budget, I should say, and it hasn't had absolutely staggering results. So we talk about how to create a budget that drives results. Um, and so it's not just being a, an Excel whiz or, or whatever. Um, it's not that. So you can, you can find someone that can do that for you. Um, it's, that's good, you know, putting together a spreadsheet. That's not what drives the results. So we talk about different ways to budget to create that. Things like making sure that you know you don't straight line things, making sure you have the right level of detail in your budget. What is that level of detail you need? Um, why do you need the detail, right? So the detail, having the detail creates more work and is more of a pain in the neck, right? But if you if you do it without the detail, you're almost almost wasting your time. It's not going to be nearly as effective, and it will not drive the results that you need. So you need to have that detail in there. And, and not coincidentally, yet again, um, I've developed a tool um, that if you're uh, a Mr. Biz uh, Solutions subscriber, um, you'll have access to that is a uh, a budgeting tool. So we have a revenue projection tool, we have a budgeting tool, and we also have a pricing tool. Um, so you, if, if you're not aware of those, you should definitely check those out. Go out to the website, MrBizSolutions.com, and check those out um, because they are available for uh, members of Mr. Biz Nation. Um, but budgeting, critically, critically important, very, very important. Um, we talk about what to expect when you're financing. Uh, you like to play on the name there? Um, and so that was definitely a topic that came, rang through very, very prominently amongst uh, small business owners wanting to hear that, hear more about it, learn more about it, because most, especially, you know, don't deal with a lot of financing in their personal life. If you do, it's probably, the extent of it probably is buying a car, which it's largely, you know, you go into the quote-unquote finance manager's office and they give you a bunch of papers and say, sign here, sign here, sign here, sign here, and you walk out. Um, or you, uh, you've got a mortgage for your house, maybe. And that is usually a fairly similar process. You've got a gazillion different pages to sign, and you probably don't completely understand every one of those pages. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a numbers nerd, finance whatever uh, geek, and... I, I couldn't tell you that I ever understand every one of those those pages uh, in in a mortgage. Now, you know, I make sure I at least have the macro view of them, and I I skim them for things, right? Of course, but uh, you know, understanding that, especially that's your personal life. Think about your business. How often do you need financing in your business? Do you learn that in school? Do you learn it in high school? Do you learn it in college? You don't. Um, so, we talk about all those different things. What are the different types of financing options there are for business owners? What do each of those options 
Um, what do they look for? So depending on who the lender is for that option, what exact things do they look for? So if you're going to a bank, for example, for a line of credit, what are the banks going to look for? What pieces of information do they want from you? What, uh, what parameters are they going to look for? How, you know, how long do you need to be in business? Uh, do you need to have to turn, you need to turn a profit? What's your cash flow need to look like? What financial statements do they want? Things like that. So when you do need that, it gives you a lot of different options. So going to a bank's not always the best option. Um, frankly, a lot of times it's not the best option for a small business. Um, and so what are those options and how do you obtain them? And it will help you make the decision on what option to choose by looking at typically what is required at each one of those op- with each one of those options. So I think that will be a, a pretty powerful section of the book as we talk through, you know, what to expect when you're financing. Um, and uh, so I think, again, that will hit home for a lot of folks. And you don't have to be a new business to need financing, right? You might be expanding. You might need new equipment, things like that, where you need financing. And so as you go through that uh, at different parts of the life cycle of your business, I think it'll be very uh, pertinent information. Um, hiring. How to hire the best faster. So that's one of those things, uh, again, almost every small business that I know I work with, they, they struggle with that. Hiring and finding, specifically finding good people, um, not just anybody off the street. A lot of times they get people that don't stick. I literally have one particular owner that I still work with. What, however many positions he needs, he hires double because he assumes that half of them won't stick. Now, how sad is that? Um, and in the particular industry he's in, um, I wouldn't say that's expected, uh, but it's kind of the norm. And so we've been able to improve that as a large to a large extent, but it's very transient, et cetera. So uh, without giving away all the, the industry and things like that. But um, so we, we talk about all those different ways, how to hire the best employees and hire them faster. A lot of different ways. It's not just putting a job description out on Indeed. Um, it's definitely not just putting a job description on Craigslist. Um, we try to cut down the process, make it more efficient, so you're not trying to interview 39 people. Who has time for that? No one does. Um, but yet you need the help. So that's a lot of times with small business owners we end up in a situation where they need the help, but they just don't have the time to interview a bunch of people. So how do you narrow that down so you're, 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 you're uh, getting the best crop of people to choose from? Um, we talk about, and this, we did a show on this a while back, but you know when should you do DIY your business or you look at it a different way. When does DIY in your business go bad? Um, look, you need to know the things everyone tries to DIY things. I know I do myself around the house with my business, but certain things just don't make sense. They're not, it's not fruitful for you to do it. Uh, and mistakes can cost you a lot of money, um, and waste a lot of time and be highly, highly inefficient. So we talk about what are those key things? There are three or four things that we talk about. Um, and, and they'll vary by business owner because some business owners might have those particular skill sets. But if you don't have them, you need to make sure you hire professionals to help you with those things to make it more efficient, make sure you're doing them right. Good segue. We talk about efficiency, um, how to make your business more efficient. What are some good efficiency me- measures to strive to meet? Um, so we talk through that. And again, that, that one's a uh, sort of tough subject to cover. Because it really depends on the business, but there are some overarching things of efi- measures of efficiency that you need to cover and make sure you're doing a good job at. No matter what your business is, no matter what industry you are in, there are some things you can look at, and we talk about those things. And we also talk about how to improve them, not just pointing them out. Of course, we talk about how to improve those things. What are, what are some key elements to look at to improve those things? Um, 
And then the last topic we talk about in the book, uh, Pathway to Profits, a Mr. Biz Guide to Running Your Business Like a Boss, is vendor management. So uh, managing vendors for uh, better prices and better service. So we talk about how to do that, and it's not just calling them up and, you know, being a pain in the butt and, you know, being a, you know, mafioso and telling them you're going to, you know, break their knuckles or something. Um, That doesn't get you very far. might get you in jail, actually. Uh, we talk about a lot of different ways to do that and having, and we talk about ways literally to have vendors fighting over your business, which I know sounds crazy, but there are some really key things you can do there to make sure that you're doing that. Making sure, again, you've got those options. And so when your vendors know you have other options, obviously that, you know, creates some competition there, which is healthy. Um, not in a, in a bad way and you don't do it to, you know, I'm, I definitely preach loyalty for sure, but you have to make sure you're also running a business. You have to make sure you're getting the best prices and the best service, um, you know, the SLAs, the service level agreements you have with your vendors, um, making sure that their delivery schedule matches what you need so you're getting things when you need them so it doesn't impact, for example, your manufacturing, your production process. Things like that we talk about um, and we give you ways to make sure and we make that happen. So hopefully those 10 topics are things that would interest you and I'm, I really i am proud of the book. I, I know it's going to be very helpful to folks. Um, so that again, that's going to be uh, it's released later this week. It's called Pathway to Profits, a Mr. Biz Guide to Running Your Business Like a Boss. Thanks for listening, everyone. Really appreciate it. Um, thanks to our show sponsor, Capital Plus. Again, they're at cpifunding.com. Have a great week. And don't forget, of course, cash flow is king. This has been B2B Radio with your host, Mr. Biz, sponsored by Capital Plus. Capital Plus is your trusted resource for commercial financing and accounts receivable management. They've been providing working capital to businesses nationally for 25 years. Learn more about them at cpifunding.com or to schedule a free consultation, call 855-522-3951.